Hello, and welcome to week two of Tuk Tuk for Sale. Uh, this week, we're going to be discussing something that's a little bit different than last week. Uh, this week, we're going to be going into personality test, uh, and we're going to go for the full gauntlet of them. So we're not just going to be talking about the personality test that say, you know, you're 76% extroverted and 53% thinking, and you're an ENTP. Um, we're going to go into the ones that say that you're Mulan or Cinderella or a koala, um, or maybe you're just totally mentally unstable. Uh, as a lot of the original personality tests would tell you. Um, so yeah, so we're going to go into that. Um, I think the the most recent personality test uh, that I took uh, said that I should be a newspaper salesman and that I had the same personality as Rosa Parks, uh, Beyonce, and George Washington. Um, so clearly the accuracy of these is spot on always. Um, and that's something that I want to talk to Chris and Josue about and get their opinions on. Um, so yeah, welcome to week two of Tuk Tuk for Sale. Welcome in, uh, Chris and Joe Sway, uh, to, to week two of Tuk Tuk for Sale. Um, are you guys excited to be back? Hell yeah. Yeah. Pumped. <laughs> that, that could not have sounded less pumped. Um, so uh, for this uh, this week's episode, um, we've got a special topic uh, that I'll be curious to get you guys' opinions on, um, and it is personality tests. Um so, uh, first reactions to personality tests of the topic. What do you guys think? Are we talking like Myers-Briggs? We're talking all of them. So we're going to be going through everything from Myers-Briggs uh, to the original personality test uh, to, you know, the Disney princess ones on Facebook, which I'm sure you filled out a bunch of just why. Um, so, so every personality test, really. Yeah, no, big fan. I, I think they're fun. I don't, I don't know how much weight I put on uh, what they say. <laughs> Okay. Have you guys had to fill one out in uh, any time recently? Yeah, we did one at Betts. Um, my personality trait was logician, which matches up to Albert Einstein. So that was fun. I think they always give you like a really cool person that it matches up to. No They're not like, yeah, your then. personality is most similar to Mussolini. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, I think my last one said I was similar to Barack Obama and Beyonce. Um, so yeah, I, f- I feel that. Um, all right, cool. And, and the general opinion. So Chris clearly doesn't totally believe in them. Josue, you seem a bit skeptical. Um, do you guys think they have any value at all? I, I think they're good at making you self-reflect. Um, and then like in a work setting, I think they're good at understanding like people's different work styles and communication styles. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I think they have like some light relevancy, like you know, like for the Myers-Briggs test, you can gauge whether you're like an introvert or an extrovert. I, I don't know how much like beyond that I would put any weight on like what it what it says about you. Fair, fair. Do you do you guys have any idea what the first uh, like common, let's say, personality test uh, was? It was invented, I'll give you a hint, in the early uh, 20th century. Do you guys know what it might have been used for? Find out if you're a communist. That's actually a pretty good guess. Um, it was actually the Woodworth personal data sheet, um, which was more or less uh, designed for uh, soldiers in World War I uh, to figure out whether or not they would uh, be susceptible to shell shock or uh, succumbing to pressure while being bombed in a trench. Um, so that was generally the, the backstory personality test, and, and that made a, a huge difference in how they've been developed over the years. Um, is that generally what you'd expect or you guys think that personality tests have totally changed course of, of what they're used for now? Yeah, I mean, I think they've definitely changed quite a bit as far. I mean, you're talking about like the Disney princess uh, personality tests earlier that I think they've 
shifted culturally quite a bit. I, mean, I wouldn't even call them like necessarily like very medical anymore, like in use. It seems like they're more used for like social interactions and things like that. Yeah, the scope has definitely broadened. Probably more people taking them for fun. Uh, I think like there's less barrier to entry. I, I feel like they probably used to be quite expensive. Um, and now you can just find them on BuzzFeed. True, true. That's, um, uh, I suppose, Chris, you, you worked in recruitment. Do you see personality tests or things similar to that used frequently uh, in your job when you hire? Uh, we, so when I was doing like entry-level sales recruitment, um, we did have clients that would use that from time to time and I never agreed with it because I just think they're so subjective and not really backed by any sort of science. Um, so I'd always like discourage people from reading too far into the results. Uh, but yeah, we did see it sometimes okay and for the for the government does the census bureau use personality tests when they hire people no i mean uh, you can probably imagine but most government hiring is like pretty bland uh it's very like cookie cutter and like to the point um while at the same time being like really vague in general <laughs> but you i don't think i don't know anybody that's seen something like that maybe for like a top secret job or something fair um, cool. So I'm going to give you guys a quick rundown of the history of personality tests, um, just so that you guys know uh, some of the backstory to it. So as I mentioned, there was the Woodworth uh, personal data sheet, which was for World War I. Uh, the Myers-Briggs test um, was actually one of the next ones created, um, and it was by a mother-daughter team uh, for World War II uh, to figure out uh, what women should do uh, during the war as jobs. Um, so that was the original intent of it. It's pretty different um, than what it was today. Um, a lot of those early personality tests um, were almost entirely designed either for job-related things or to figure out if you were crazy or not. Um, so they featured some pretty insane questions like, are you troubled with dreams about your work? Or do you ever see animals or humans that other people don't see? Um, so we've come a pretty long way from there. Um, and then uh, polygraphs actually became a big uh, uh, component of personality tests for a while. And they were actually outlawed in the U.S. in 1988 for job reasons uh, because people thought they were super invasive. Um, but now the reason I asked you, Chris, uh, about how many companies use them, uh, I believe over 80 percent of Fortune 500 companies use them in some respect uh, for hiring. Um, so they become this huge billion dollar business. Um, generally speaking, the uh, efficacy of them hasn't really been proven, but they're, they're huge today. Um, so does any of that surprise you guys? No, not really. I mean, uh, polygraphs are actually still used in uh, federal government hiring for any, not any, but uh, a lot of security clearance jobs. So it's even though they're like, you know, not, uh, I think they're not allowed to be like used in court. They're still um, used in like hiring practices. Interesting. Have you ever, have you ever been uh, on a polygraph? I have not, no. And uh, people that have, I, I believe, are discouraged from talking about it. <laughs> All right. We'll have to redact that portion <laughs> of the, of, of the, uh, the podcast. Oh, very cool. Um, so uh, Chris mentioned that he's a logician. Josue, have you taken a, a personality test recently? Do you remember any of your results? Uh, I haven't taken any recently. All right. Um, well, we got a surprise for you guys today. I'm going to get you guys to take two personality tests. Um, one is going to be that original Woodworth uh, personal data sheet. Um, and then the other one will be 16 personalities, um, which is the um, the one where maybe a logician yeah, or something like that uh, can pop up. 
Um, perfect. So um, I'm going to have you guys take them real quick and then uh, shouldn't take too long. And then we'll come back uh, and get your opinions on them. Are you guys ready? I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for this. Can we take a polygraph next? <laughs> yeah, that'll. we can't hook up Joe Sway or at least can't talk about it if we do. Um, so, <laughs> all right, uh, then I'll, I'll, I'll be back with you guys in a minute. 15 minutes on two personality tests later. All right, welcome back, Chris and Joe Sway. Um, Chris, first, uh, what was your opinion of those two tests? Yeah, no, I mean, they were fun to take. I definitely think the 16 personalities um, was more comprehensive. The second one just seemed like it was screening for any sort of mental illness and it was very easy to fake. All right. All right. So you wouldn't recommend the other one for a, a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, yeah, correct. Um, yeah, I don't know what my results mean. I'm curious to dig into this. All right. Well, uh, what, what did you get, first of all? Um, all right. So my 16 personalities profile was advocate, uh, I N F J A and yeah, advocates are the rarest personality types of all still advocates leave their mark in the world. They have a deep sense of idealism and integrity, but they aren't idle dreamers. They take concrete steps to realize their goals and make a lasting impact. Doesn't, doesn't I mean that you're an introvert? Is that yeah. I don't know if I'd agree with that. No, I definitely am. I mean, it's like 51% introvert though. So it's like very lightly introvert. Uh, okay. But I think introvert versus extrovert is like where you get energized. Like I definitely get more energized spending time by myself. All right. Um, so that's the 16 personalities. Just why, what'd you get for 16 personalities? Yeah, I got a INTJ T. There's, so there's like a dash T at the end. Um, I guess that's the turbulent versus assertive category. I don't know why it doesn't just like bake that into the name, um, but the category is called the architect. Um, it, it's pretty much what, what I would have expected. Um, I I was thinking like while I was taking it about like the validity of some of these tests and like how much we might sort of like, I don't know, answer like in an idealized way about yourself, like, you know, having some sort of like inaccurate self image, but if you're if you're consistently getting like the same results or the same uh, archetype, which I feel like I have, I, I think there's some merit to it. I agree with that point because uh, I was kind of thinking about that when I got a different result from the last time I took this test. I was like, how much is this just subject to how you're feeling in the moment or how you want to be perceived? Um, I tried to answer honestly, but I feel like we each have our own biases. Um, yeah. Who? Wait. So who? Who um, has your same personality type, Josway? I, I actually really like this website, and if I was listening to this, like I, I would uh, definitely go take this because it, it starts off with like famous figures, and then as you like sort of scroll through, it gets more and more bizarre. So it goes from like you know Michelle Obama, Nietzsche, Elon Musk, Christopher Nolan, the director, but then it's like I, Vladimir Putin's in here, and as you go, there's like. Little finger, Gandalf the Gray. <laughs> it's like more and more bizarre. So you should check the ones that are like further down. I was about to say you've got some pretty good ones. I have a like Jim from The Office. Um, <laughs> I think I have the Joker is one of mine. Um, I have Tyrion Lannister. Like they, it doesn't even seem to be a rhyme or reason. I'm not sure how they figured it out if they had some. Yeah, no, your yours are really bad. Usually they give people pretty good ones. <laughs> mine are mine are like MLK, um, Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa. Uh, Lady Gaga, which is interesting. Aragon. 
That's, you've always struck me as a Lady Gaga type personality. So yeah, that I was going to say, this, this really rings true. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what to think about that. Well, I'm interested that you got a different one this time, because uh, I actually did as well, Chris, when I took it uh, from a couple of years back versus now. Um, and I think that there definitely is something where you both grow up um, and you change a bit your personality. But also, I think I was, I'm in a better place of my life now. So like, I'm happier. So my answers are probably a little bit different. Um, I don't know what you think about that. I, th- I yeah, I still think to Joe Sway's point, there's like a lot of self-selection based on how we how we want to be perceived at that point in our life. So I yeah, no, I, I think there's probably something to the fact that you're in a better place in life, but I also think like maybe you just perceive yourself differently. Whereas I, I think if we were taking this test for you, we might perceive you very much the same. I thought about that. I thought about taking the test for you guys um, and then calling you out when you got different responses than me or yeah. uh, rewarding you if you got the same response, which would be how I view uh, your personality. Although I think I would probably uh, exaggerate some portions of your personality that are maybe like I probably would have considered you an extrovert, Chris. I don't think I would have even, you know, you're pretty medium, but I don't think I would have gotten that. Um, and it's probably like that with most of your friends. You'd probably idealize certain parts of them. Yeah. I mean, I would, no, I think that's a good point. It's like you, you notice things in other people that they don't notice in themselves or, uh, you, yeah, draw out certain characteristics that they probably, uh, would rather not, you know, show. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that'd be kind of an interesting thing to like take it for each other and see what results we got. Well, talking about characteristics that you don't want to show, what did you guys get on the Woodworth personal data sheet, um, which is a test, uh, just to remind everyone, to test if you are psychoneurotic um, or have any problems, or you may be shell-shocked during war. Uh, so what were your scores? I have a 21 out of 116, which looks like on like the low end of the average. Oh, Chris, what do you have? I got a 15. <laughs> 15 for Chris. So just wait, your score... While it would be uh, almost uh, the lowest end of the standard deviation for nowadays, would have considered you uh, crazy <laughs> um, when the test was created. Uh, any score above 20 uh, was actually considered uh, crazy. So you would have been flagged as a risk, a low risk. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's something uh, pretty interesting. What, what were your favorite questions from the test? My favorite questions? Well, um I, one that sticks out is the one about do you do you enjoy burning things or do you often think about burning things or stealing? But those were good. And then so, yeah, some of the, like the the sexual ones were pretty funny. Chris, do you remember any? I just think it was funny how every question was like yes or no. There was no in between. Like, was your family mean to you? Like, it definitely have been, but I wouldn't say yes to that. I think it's it's mostly no. Uh, or like the this the self the like self like sexual harm questions were uh, were were interesting as well. Like, have you harmed yourself masturbating? Have you harmed yourself having sex with someone? Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe you're like into that. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, no, I was curious. I wonder if that's just like a older aspect of like survey design, like before they popularized a model where you have a little more like gray area and you like draw conclusions based on that. Cause you definitely get a sense of that in the uh, Myers-Briggs test where you, there's like all this like in between space. That's why you're getting like these percentages for each trait and why you're asked like several questions on a sliding scale that are gonna kind of relate to it. So I wonder if this was just like normal 
uh, back when they were designing these types of surveys to just be like, yes or no. Yeah. I mean, I feel like any part of like a good survey design like this is making it so that you can't pick up on these types of like patterns and like easily fake results. So this was definitely like, you can tell it's a very early version because it's, I feel like the, um, the accuracy rate is probably very low. Well, yeah, that's, um, I always thought it was interesting when they had the scale, because when I was younger, I used to always put something in the middle. And I think a lot of people do. So even if you're a hundred percent something, I tend to understate it. So I say like, I'm somewhat disagreeing with this, or I'm somewhat agreeing with this. Even if you really ask me, I'd be like, yeah, I'm hundred percent like that. Um, so it, it's interesting the yes, no, because some of them are like, is your face constantly itchy? And it's like, well, yeah, but I'm not sure if that's part of my personality or if it's really constantly itchy. How, how much is constantly? Um, so I think there's definitely something there. Um, so yeah, so 21 for you, Josue. Um, so the average nowadays for men is 32. Um, as I said, the average uh, or the average what would be considered psychoneurotic would have been 20 um, back in 1919 when this was created. Um, do you, do you think that people nowadays are just crazy or why do you think that is? Um, I think, I think part of it is probably just like, uh, the, the actual like pool of people that's taking these, these tests. Like if you're about to go into war, you're probably at a point in your life where, uh, you're young, you don't have a lot of responsibilities and you are already like in the mental framework to, to do that. Whereas now like people are just taking this test online for the fun of it. And they're probably already worried that they have some sort of anxiety condition. Yeah, there's also a lot less stigma towards sort of like self-reporting these types of symptoms about like mental wellness. I, uh, we actually just watched like 1917 the other day and they talk a lot about like shell shock. And you see some of these uh, British soldiers come back home and spit on and stuff for, uh, you know, essentially like leaving the front. Um, whereas nowadays, like, could you, like, you can't even imagine someone like making fun of someone for having PTSD or something. So I, I think like in addition to what Chris said, people are just much more open about this kind of thing and wouldn't mind telling someone that they have uh, intrusive thoughts or like trouble sleeping or something like that. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd read recently actually that people now have at, at least uh, scientifically more mental illness than they've ever had in the past. And the question is whether or not that's true or um, it's just because we're more likely to actually say it. Uh, Cause in those days you'd, you'd never be expected to put like, I'm, I'm quarrelsome when I'm drunk, whereas nowadays somebody might be able to say like, oh yeah, I get in some fights sometimes when I drink. Uh, so that's maybe I shouldn't drink too much. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it's definitely, there's a, there's a difference between the, the average person filling it out uh, 80 years ago or hundred years ago. All right. Do you guys think these tests would be valuable at all given the right situation? I think the, the 16 personalities test has some like real merit uh, in like an interpersonal setting. I don't know, like maybe in like a relationship would be valuable for like you and someone else to take it to like maybe understand some things about them. Um, and uh, yeah, like at work, I, I don't know. It's like, Chris, you, you probably have more experience with this kind of thing, you as well, Nolan, but if you work in like a team centric environment or somewhere where there's a lot of like relationship building at play, then I, I can see that having value. Yeah, I think it's I think it's definitely just valuable from the perspective that even if it's not 100% accurate, um, it does still cause you to reflect on some of these aspects of your personality. Um, you know, if 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 16 personalities is telling you that uh, you know you um, 
uh, I don't know, like, what is this telling me? I, I speak with great passion and conviction. Uh, it's like, oh, like, maybe I should, uh, yeah, maybe maybe I should focus on speaking with conviction because that's a strength of mine. Uh, so maybe just, maybe just for self-reflecting. And um, I also think, like, 16 personalities tends to give you mostly positive feedback. So if you want uh, an ego boost, that can that can be good. Except for you, Nolan, yours wasn't that great. I was, I was going to, I was going to say my famous people might not have been that good. I took one once that was a sales based one. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of those where it's much more, um, it's, it's actually around your sales skills. Like, so it's like this, but geared towards whether or not you can handle like conflict in like a healthy way or whether or not you can stand your ground more or like connect with people more. Um, and that one, I think, had a lot more negative stuff, as you said, Chris. That one's not like a feel-good internet mm-hmm. test. That one was like, you're going to be bad with these people. You're going to be good with these people. This is where you struggle. Um, and I think something like that's actually probably more like helpful and productive because I could use it. Yeah. You could also like apply like a more critical reading to it, I think, and like read between the lines a little bit to pick out maybe like some more negative things about what it's telling you. Um, I get why they might not present that up front but that would be interesting to see i i don't know if you guys saw this but uh it told me mine is like one of the rarest combinations i'd like to see like an actual like chart showing um like what combinations are like really common and which ones aren't mine said that as well so i'm i'm skeptical (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm that's that's kind of like what something i'm curious about like because you know we're talking about it just telling you positive things and like I don't know. At some level, I think people like to think that they're special or different. So, I, I, yeah, I wonder how many of them actually say that. <laughs> well, um, so what what were your uh, your four letters again, both of you? I have I N F J slash A, and then there's a slash I N F J slash T. I think I think the one to the right is like your actual combination like where it says your results and then up top for whatever reason it like gives you both i think it's because the the a and t are like new or something aren't those like not part of the original myers-briggs yeah they've definitely been added on uh in the past couple decades i yeah. think um definitely not part of the original yeah it's uh, i think because uh, we did one um not that long ago i did one as well uh, that was an animal-based one. Um, so you'd end up as a koala or an eagle or a <laughs> seal or something. Um, and I was curious as well, because the one that I got was like only 2% of people are like this. Um, but then Fanny did it and she got one that's like 13% of people are like that, which is a huge percentage when you think that there's 20 options. Yeah. Um, and there was another one. So there's definitely some personalities that for whatever reason are super common. And I don't know if that's good or bad. It means you might associate with more people or... You're just one of the crowd. I have no idea if that, that'd be good. How much can you get like a free version of the Myers Briggs now? Did you look that up? Um, I didn't check the Myers Briggs because I figured you guys actually probably had already taken that one. Um, but you can probably get some, at least some uh, shortened version of it probably for free. But the full one, you definitely have. Yeah, to I think it takes a while to complete as well. But that would be, I feel like that would be interesting. I feel like that's backed by probably the most science. Probably, although. I think I told you it was a mother-daughter team that created it. They had a, they had no science background, um, so they had no uh, psychological studying um, in their background. But uh, the the mother was just really really interested in it, 
um, and had actually written an entire um, murder mystery that won the national competition uh, based on personality types within a mystery. Um, and so just like really passionate people that came up with the test. So it may be the most famous, but I don't actually know if it's the most scientific. I don't really know what the science is behind a lot of this, if it's legitimate or if it's just assumed science or self-fulfilling. Um, no, that was part of the frustrating thing about like psychology in general is uh, as much as you try to nail it down, it's like if you if you do try to actually run scientific experiments, it just really limits the scope of uh, research that you're able to do. And like a lot of it is so interesting and you kind of want it to be true, but at the end of the day, it's actually not backed by it, by a lot of evidence. Um so it's it's a good starting point a lot of this stuff, but I feel like it's it's hard to like actually support it in a lab. Yeah, like how how do you demonstrate that someone is objectively more, I don't know, introverted or versus extroverted maybe is a little bit easier, but like intuitive versus observant. That's interesting to me. I think that's fair. So it's basically just uh psychologist um like horoscopes, more or less. Um it's like random uh, stars in the sky uh but for whether or not you like to talk a lot or or a certain, I, I i wouldn't um, go that far but i i get what you're saying yeah i mean i i took a class on personality and even in that class it was very hard to even nail down what the definition like what the definition of personality is and so like when you actually start asking those questions it just it gets like harder and harder the more the more sort of uh like you actually try to um you know, narrow down what, what it is that you're looking for. It, it gets harder and harder to even define like what, what is and isn't. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Well, and part of that is I, I feel like most people occupy some sort of gray area between the two. It's, I feel like it's really rare to see someone score like maybe in the eighties or nineties in categories to where you're like actually like an extroverted extrovert. If you don't like to be alone or, you know, only get energy from like being around people did you guys skew like heavily in any of the categories um i think i skewed fairly heavily on intuitive where are you where do you see the uh breakdown when you look at your results um i have like a sort of a two-way chart that shows a percentage for each one one way or the other yeah it does it just at the beginning there's um I think I was about 70% uh, towards uh, whichever one was like uh, logistical things. Oh, interesting. Um, which was, well, well, yeah, it's interesting because I feel like I, I do use my head, but I also um, apply emotion and stuff as well. But wh whenever I was answering this, obviously I didn't. So um, pretty heavy. Yeah. Well, and like, like we were talking about earlier, since this isn't like a super negatively focused uh, result, maybe like, you know, like, like I said, reading between the lines, maybe you want to look at that as like, okay, so why am I deficient in this other, you know, the, the flip side of this, if I'm really turbulent, like, why am I not more assertive or what am I, what could I work on? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Do you guys think that, um, there's any other use that we should have for these, whether we should use them for dating, uh, or something else? I mean, I think that's what eHarmony, um, like really revolutionized when, when they, like that's, that's how they became like so successful as they did. Like they were the first ones to do these dating profiles based on like personality and the matching. Um, and so I, I feel like there's like actually a lot of good, good results behind that. Like so many successful relationships have come from eHarmony and they sit on like a ton of really interesting data around that. 
So I, I feel like that's one good use that we've kind of already gotten from that, but I don't know how you, maybe you could apply it like later on in the dating process beyond just like the initial match. I don't know. That's an interesting question though. So like, even if, even if I knew, like if I was on Tinder or something and I knew everyone's 16 personalities results, I don't know that that could direct me in like picking people, if that makes sense. Like how do you determine, are you most compatible with like people that share the same traits at like the same relative strengths as you or you know is it is it true that like opposites attract i i can't say i i would be able to like pick so I, i'd be interested if there's any like science behind that like married couples and how they sort of like score relative to one another i think that's fair and i'm definitely not like uh, fanny and, and we get along fine uh, so it is a good question whether or not there is an opposite attract or if there's a kind of two perfect uh, personality types that would go together. Um, that's probably a pretty good question. I'm sure eHarmony would tell us they have it figured yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that data has got to be worth something. I mean, I don't know, do you, I mean, are there any other sites that like you fill out like actual like personality tests on before? So I wasn't 100% sure of this, but one thing that I think it, maybe in the future it's going to be done for is like loans uh or things like that um because we've already instituted it into jobs uh pretty pretty seamlessly despite a lot of controversy around it and i can see i mean loan applications more and more are starting to ask you about you know what you've done what your whole history is what type of things you've bought um and i can definitely see it being like oh this person has a super aggressive personality type we're not going to give them a good car loan that's going to be more expensive and i can see that popping up which seems a bit invasive uh, probably pretty unfair but i can definitely see it happening i think we should use the uh woodward uh, personality test for loans. So like this guy likes to uh, masturbate violently, <laughs> injure himself and others. Also, hears voices. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, isn't that isn't that also just subject to a lot of questions around like what is what is like a, a preferable personality versus like unacceptable personality? And uh, I don't know. Yeah, it can it can definitely like be be subject to a lot of bias there. I, I honestly, I feel like when you're talking about dating and stuff and like loans and things, it's almost like tiptoeing up to eugenics or something yeah. like that, where you're starting to restrict people from like parts of society based on their score. I don't know if you saw that Black Mirror episode that basically was like sort of this scenario where they started uh, getting access to like things revoked based on like a social score. The, I don't know. I, kind well, of there, I mean, I feel like there's already like the beginnings of the social credit score system in China. I mean, it's not it's not like fully, I don't think it's like fully developed, but um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely elements of, I feel like there's, there's, there's another term for it other than eugenics because it, uh, it, uh, it's not eugenics, but it's um, uh, there's another like more scientific term. I see what you're saying. Cause you're not like, you're not necessarily talking about like reproduction. You're talking about a whole host of other stuff. Yeah, and they, we already use it now um, at some of the elite things like, I'm pretty, I know that uh, top-level athletes go through pretty hard vetting, uh, which would basically be considered like psychological tests um, before they get big contracts, before they get drafted. Um, so we definitely already use it when it comes to pretty high money things. So I wouldn't be surprised as it becomes more accessible. It starts being like super widespread in every job you need to pass personality tests and certain things and um, starts to kind of bucket us a little bit earlier. Um, so I could see that for sure. Yeah, it's 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 pretty weird to think about. Um, I'm just thinking if you, I don't know, 
Do you like go to the bank and get denied for a loan because you were too like introverted or something? <laughs> or you like didn't get into like the, the school you, the grad school you wanted to go to because you're too like turbulent? Yeah, I could definitely see that being a problem. Well, uh, I did have uh, kind of one last question for you guys, which is if you were a Disney princess, which one do you think you'd get if you had to take the personality test to get it? I don't think I have a good answer. I, I do we have one? I think we should take one. I think. All right. Should we? Should we? Should we? Should we let you guys go take them? I, I would bet on. Uh, let me think. For Chris, um, who would I pick? Probably Sleeping Beauty. Maybe. Maybe uh, Snow White. I don't know. Josue, you're more of a um, Pocahontas type character, <laughs> I believe. I'm. Uh, I'm scrolling um, through the uh, architects you may know, or like you know. Can I get Mulan? I thought about Mulan. I don't think either of any of us is Mulan. I think Mulan's the best one. That's the rarest <laughs> personality. Why do I get Sleeping Beauty? I don't, I don't know, man. It's just you strike me as a Sleeping Beauty. And most of that. It's my honest opinion of you. I wish it would be uh, something else. I think you get Tinkerbell. I would take that. Tink. Well, the, Tink would be, uh, do you get quarrelsome when you have liquor? <laughs> Um, she probably wouldn't. Technically, not the, a princess. Uh... <laughs> oh, I guess it would be Wendy, wouldn't it? Is Wendy the princess in Peter Pan? Um, not sure. That's Wendy a good question. How many like Disney princesses are like Mulan's not a princess, but you would call her like a Disney princess? Sure, she is. She marries like the. Uh, she becomes like the honorary princess at the end. Don't you remember mm, Mulan? No, I mean she gets like right. a Medal of Honor, but like Rush Limbaugh got oh. a Medal of Honor. He's not the, the prince. <laughs> modern day prince <laughs> uh, i'm trying to think yeah you have tinkerbell you have maybe pocahontas for Josue makes sense to me maybe you're not rebellious enough uh to be pocahontas she was quite strong willed maybe you're more of like uh, uh I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of the recent ones um way of wally you have the girl robot and wally you strike me a bit like that one okay um, <laughs> i'm gonna take that as a compliment Compared to a robot, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's accurate. I mean that—that's basically my uh, my archetype here on the uh, sixteen personalities. All right, all right. Then we'll we'll leave it at that. Um, sounds good. Well, thank you guys for uh, for joining in. Um, did you guys enjoy the personality test one? Is this are we moving in the right direction? Yeah, I think so. Did you tell us your score from the uh, Woodworth? Yeah, my score was nineteen. Um, so I just barely missed the cut for crazy. And I was say he didn't tell us because he got a one sixteen. <laughs> um, no, I got I got nineteen, and my personality type, um, which is the same as Tyrion Lannister, was a debater. Um, although previously, I think I'd gotten campaigner on the sixteen personalities, um, Wait, and I don't even think they're that similar. Were, were you um, guys surprised that the average Woodworth score for men now is like in the thirties? I felt like I picked like some pretty like neurotic responses, and I and I was like still on the low end. I was I was somewhat surprised. The average score for women was like thirty nine or something. Um, I think there's a bunch of if you were to answer it fully honestly and you were to make assumptions about yourself, like you were to say like I always you know feel tired or something, um, then you could you know get it a few extra points here and there. Um, but I'd be surprised to get another like eighteen or so. I, I do agree with that, and that's the average. So obviously there's people getting in the forties and fifties, yeah. which. Yeah. Seems like a lot to me, but uh, I suppose there's a lot of people out there that are different or may maybe have uh, very itchy bodies um, or, or see things that aren't there. Yeah. These are 
16 personalities results are interesting as well. I, most of mine are pretty skewed. Skewed towards what? Like one way or the other. It's not like 50% or like 49 and 51. They're all like 60 plus. Interesting. And you did it a lot quicker than Chris. So maybe you were more accurate. Chris was trying to play the middle on all of these. So he's just got 50% across the board. He's, he's perfectly gotten 100% on the test. I took my time to be, to be thoughtful. Maybe that's why Josue scored so highly on the, uh, the Woodworth. <laughs> I mean, my, like I, I think I said this, but my like 16 personalities is pretty much the same thing I always get on the Myers-Briggs. So I, I think I answered. Pretty well, I'll tell you what, we'll, uh, we'll check back in in about a year and we'll do all the same tests again and see if, uh, see if you're still crazy, <laughs> Josue, or if we can send you off to war. Oh yeah, you said yours changed, right? Do you do you happen to remember like if you were mostly around like the fifty percent mark? Like, would it be likely that you could easily like swing back and forth with I, a couple I, different I think answers? Maybe on this time I was closer to fifty percent, but before I was actually much more extreme. So it's possible that I just answered a couple questions a, a different way, and I've ended up with a totally different personality. Um, so yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, but I, I will be curious because maybe maybe in five years I'll be. Uh, like some super introvert that, uh, you know, only focuses on emotions. Um, and it'll be something uh, completely different. I, I would like to like, you know, lab, lab tests, just like create some weird combo combos and then look at their page. That's, that's probably a good idea. I, w I would be curious if you were able to ask these people questions over long periods of time where they, uh, they didn't know that they were doing a personality test and then you could slowly compile the actual personality of them, uh, and that's what Google's doing with all your ad data and web traffic. That's true. They probably have a better personality test than the rest of these. Yeah, Google knows what your, uh, Facebook knows what your Myers-Briggs type is. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Um, I'll see you next week with a new topic, uh, which I will decide in the next few days. Can't wait.